What's up, everybody? It is the Fantasy Rugby Yanks podcast. My name is Jared Dyke. I'm Ben Glazer. And we are broadcasting from just outside Boston, Massachusetts, as always. It's Tuesday. It's a cold Tuesday here in Boston. And damn, that was a lot of fucking rugby. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little OD this weekend. Yeah, right. As I said, I'm calling this Rugby Week, Rugby Mega Weekend One, or something like that. That's gonna be the name of this 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 particular episode. There's a lot. There was a lot to go on. Um, let's crack some beers, and we'll talk about where you can find us. If you guys need to find us, other than the Podbean app, assuming you're listening there, we are on Spotify, we're on Google Play, we're on iTunes. Download us, rate us if you want. Tell your friends to download us. They don't have to listen. It's okay. Try and get us up the charts here. Just in it for the downloads. Yeah. <laughs> All 225 of them. I'm proud of every one of them. Yes, we are. I'm proud of every one of those units. <laughs> I just watched that this week. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Two, which, yeah. I didn't realize that was Nick Kroll until I went back. Oh, and yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, wait, that's Nick, Nick Kroll. Kroll. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I'm attack right now. <laughs> <laughs> And then the jazz guy has to throw his phone. Yeah. <laughs> jazz. Yeah, you're about to get embarrassed, dude, so chill out. Okay. Um, enough of that. Uh, so we got a lot to talk about. We're not going to – we're going to change the format a little bit today. Um, we'll go in-depth in the Six Nations matches themselves, and then we'll uh, more or less breeze or comb over uh, both Premiership and Super Rugby. Um, try and get a little bit more into the fantasy aspect as this is supposed to be a fantasy rugby podcast. Yeah. That's the rumor, at least. You can get so wrapped up in the rugby, though. Yeah, rugby so <laughs> I can great. get wrapped up in all the rugby all I want. You know, it's very easy. Yeah. Um, this weekend was very easy to get wrapped up in the rugby, actually. Yes. Um, as, we, as we said, a lot, of, a lot happened. Um, a lot of surprises. Yeah. All around. Yeah, yeah. There was, I Even mean, if the results weren't right. so much of a surprise, the, the actual rugby itself, the matches oh, were, yeah, were very yeah. surprising. No, yeah, I can think of a few incidences over the whole course of the thing that definitely said, woo. Right. Made, made me bug my eyes out, for sure. All right, um, let's jump into it. Six Nations. Um, let's go right into Scotland, France. Uh, well, allez les bleus, and they, <laughs> they decide, finally, screw yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck me, France. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, that, 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 that was what surprised me most about this match was... Uh, first off, France showing up big time, which they're going to do when they're at home. They they are good for one. Right. They're good for one. And then the rest will be eh. And Scotland disappointed me, as I'm sure they've disappointed many people A lot before. of people, yeah. Um, they, they had so many opportunities and just could not put it away. Um, I, I, I'm sure that missing Hogg and, and Hugh Jones is a, a major part Finn of that. Russell. A lot of time. Yeah. A lot of their opportunities they had out wide, yeah. they just didn't finish. And, well, and they they had gaps yeah. and the support wasn't there, so they would, they would have a guy a runner and nobody to offload to, nobody to to pop it. You know, very very frustrating. Yeah, very frustrating stuff to watch. Yeah, I mean, part of it's definitely down to Adam Hastings not being on form because mm. if he was on form, he was he should have easily been able to slot in at ten instead of Horn. Right. And this game's probably a different game because when he's on form, he's just as good as Finn Russell hands. No, no doubt, no doubt. We, you know, we've seen him play very well for Glasgow. So right. it it was very shocking to see that he was not in there. But clearly, he's not in form, and if that's that's a big problem for Scotland with no Finn Russell available at the moment. 
Right. Well, yeah, no Finn, no Hog, yep. no Hugh. That's that's three major pieces of their puzzle. Very much. And then the forward line. pack's been a little decimated too. Sam Skinner went out real right. early in the in the whole thing. Um, WP Nell is not is not going to be able to play anymore. Um, potential Achilles injury. Oh, did, that's no did good. We, uh, I think I think I saw that somewhere. Maybe it was just a dirty rumor. Yeah. Um, but on the good, I, I am enjoying watching uh, Bamba play. Yes. You know, you know. I'm, obviously, I'm going to be partial to my props. Of course but, you are. Uh, that just to to see a large man like that doing kind of skinny guy things too. Yeah. <laughs> Running around in the loose, doing doing just some some good shit out there. Yep. Um, yeah, he's an exciting young prop. It's, he is. Uh, there's no question What's about he, it. Twenty. Oh, something like that. Yeah, he's a kid. He's a kid. He's he looks very good. And then speaking of kids, you said it. We got to get used to hearing the names Dupont and Intimac interchange paired up very very often after yeah, this one. Du- Dupont to Intimac. Uh, just get get comfortable hearing you, that combination. Yeah, hearing that combo for a while. Because you're going to see that for a while. Those those two really put their hands up and yep. said, yeah, we're 9 and 10 um, for the next, what, decade? <laughs> Easily, yeah. I mean, Intimac's like 19. Right. And he could do this for 15 more years. Dupont's, what, 22. So, yeah. They're going to be around a while. Yeah, and then I mean Saron, who's who was Dupont's backup, and this is not that, that old either. So, plenty to play and plenty to go for France if they uh, decide to finally get themselves together yeah. and actually show up for the World Cup. They 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 could lean on the youth. It's not something they do, but right. it but showed today. They, it might be a good to. idea. They have to though. They're old they're guys. Right. Suck. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, their older guys are are sorry. just gone. They're 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 beyond their they're beyond their years. It's not their yeah. fault, you know. Well, I just mean their 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 veteran leaderships that their leadership that's on the team outside of those two positions are just not doing their job. Like, I mean, we've 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 talked about Bastero enough. Yep. You know, UJ. No, they 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 need to find a new win. So many people hate UJ <laughs> for good reason. I mean, you look at him and you want and you want to hate him. You just, yeah. Um. And uh, but and um, Ramos I thought took a took a step forward too. Yes, yeah, I thought so it was very I, good. I thought and and maybe that's not so much him, but the fact that he had a, a good nine ten, in front setting of him. a platform for him. Yep, uh, probably he's helps. another playmaker out yeah. there that, that that always does that always helps. Where where you can put him, whether you know you do the England thing that used to do with Ford and Farrell, whether you like Ford or not, whatever that's mm-hmm. different. That's besides the point. If you want two playmakers, those that's one of the other options is to put your playmaker back at fullback. Not a new thing, but you know when you feel like you need to, a little more creativity in there, throw another guy, throw another playmaker back at fullback right. if you can. And it, in this match, it worked, especially with without Hog back there. That, yeah, you know now you're you're kind of a you're not you don't have to worry too much about Ramos being overmatched back there. So that that was helpful, and, no. and it worked out for France. Good job. Did did uh, did very well. Um, you know, it, it was uh, it was very apparent that Scotland were a little lost and. I, I I I've said it before, and I don't I don't like repeating something like this because I'm sure he's a decent dude, but Greg Laidlaw just doesn't do it for me. No, Ali Price needs to start the yeah. next match. Whether I, I I don't care how what his leadership qualities quote unquote are, I don't right. think they're enough to mitigate what's going on. And with, he was salty like, after the match again. Again, I, 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 I he's a very salty yeah, person. Obviously, he's got to you so know. he's gonna be Scottish. He's gonna be salty. Yeah, he's Scottish. <laughs> but uh, they, yeah, I, I learned very on my very very early on in my rugby career that that Scottish Scotsmen don't, don't react very, well to yeah. losses. No. <laughs> um, and while I thought that he, you know, had a little bit of a right to be against uh, against Ireland, yeah, because uh, they were done a little hard by the ref. This time it was just 
No, they, no, I think they just France outdid them. France outdid them. Simple as that. Yeah. All right. Um, so let's go through. Let's go through our scores. Obviously, leading surprise, surprise, leading the way. Three names that we t- that we hit on already: Intimac with thirty-nine, Ramos with thirty-nine, uh, Dupont with thirty-eight, and this is all for France, obviously. Um, Gail Fiku goes back to the position that he's supposed to be playing, gets thirty-three. Uh, Loray with thirty-three, Aldrit with thirty-one, Iturio with twenty-seven, Girado with twenty-four, Uje with twenty-four. Scooter try it helps. Uh, Bamba, our boy, with twenty-two. Felix Lambie with twenty-two, and Paul Willemso with twenty-two off the bench. Not too, Not too shabby. bad. Nice to Lots see uh, Willemso back out there. Yeah, I uh, I would I would keep him in the role of um, a bench player that can come legs. on and finish. Yeah, because yeah. he's a unit. He really is. Right. He, but a giant man like that probably only needs about twenty-five minutes of game time and sure. to make an impact. And that would be that's good. That's a good bench spot. You know, people often poo-poo on. Oh, you're a bench player. He's a bench player because. Where he's better off coming off the bench and very effective off the bench. Yeah. That's not a it's bad not, thing. You don't. It's not about playing. You don't have to. You don't start your best fifteen all the time necessarily. No. Sometimes you say, "Oh, this guy. He's you know." Sometimes a, a, maybe your best person at a position or player at a position is better, as you said, off the bench. Like coming in the last yep. thirty minutes, twenty minutes of the game and, and wrecking shop for that. You know, let, it's like a letting letting a dog off the chain. Because, you know, <laughs> You have to, you know, it's not, at that point, it is a sprint. It's not a marathon. Just go wreck. Yeah, shop. with the 20 or 25 tired. minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Just yeah. shoot that bullet right there. Go right. for it, man. Um, For the Scots, they had some good, they did have some decent source. Um, Alan Dow with 31. Stuart McAnally with 31. Laidlaw did have 28. Peter Horn had 28. Grant Gilchrist continues to be a good performer in the second row, 27. Blair Kinghorn, 26. And Johnny Gray with 22. Johnny Gray still gets it done, even though they uh, get a little ho- get a little hose. Not too bad. Uh, France twenty seven, Scotland Scotland ten. Um, it was not the Scots' best game. Again, they continue to be uh, issue. There continue to be uh, issues with Scots away from Murrayfield. Mm-hmm. Not not too surprising to a lot of people. Ooh, what a firecracker this was! Wales and England. This was. Physical. Yes. This was so physical. And emotional. Oh, obviously. Yeah, you could see it in both in both sets of players, the fans. It right. was all it was all around. I, the, the, I thought the energy was great uh, as far as as you said it was physical and it wasn't physical. They weren't looking to beat the shit out of each other for the sake of beating the shit out of each other. They were being physical to win the match. Yeah, like, they there were, was they wanted to win. They were hammering a, the rocks. Their ha- their yeah. tackles were all you know, everybody was trying to make a plus tackle. It was right. it was pretty uh that's one that the bath feels real good afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, depending on which side you're on. <clears throat> Still. If you're, on the, like, if you're on the wrong side of that, it's cold Yeah, yeah in it's there. probably a little extra cold. Um, yeah, I thought um, it, much is being made about Owen Farrell's performance, and he made some mistakes. I, yeah, as, no lie. You know, <laughs> as a – I get – listen, there are a lot of team players are going to go into – the principality against Wales in that atmosphere, and you'll make some mistakes. And there's not—it's not something to say he's like all of a sudden that you relegate him as a world-class fly half or anything no, like that. No. See, I don't think my my take on that's a little different. I, I don't think that they made too many mistakes or that he did anything too wrong. To me, it just he telegraphed everything. 
couple every of time, kicks were very telegraphed. Every, right. Yeah. Uh, his kicks were telegraphed. If he wasn't kicking, it was obvious. If mm. he was kicking, it was obvious. So, and and they, they kind of said, okay, we're going to, you know, we're, maybe we'll attack the middle of the field with our forwards. And that was obvious. And then, oh, we're going to spin it out wide. That was, ob- like, they weren't, it, it just seemed like they were saying, here's what we're going to do. Stop us. And we all <laughs> said, okay. <laughs> like, well, okay. Like, what else are you going to do about that? Right. I'm not sure how much of that is on Farrell and how much of it is on Eddie Jones. It's, I mean, you got, they didn't have a good plan B. They had a plan B. They didn't have a good one. That's for no. sure. Um. I mean, Wales knew their plan A, and they looked to be ready for it. The one guy that needed to perform for Wales got man of the match, and that was Liam Williams, and he played a freaking love. Uh, I, I I love this guy. I really do, and I'm so glad that the Saracens have him yeah. because that's, a, I mean, that's definitely one of the best fullbacks in the world. If anybody questions that now, then you need to just right. you need to re- recheck this thing. Of course, that Saracens connection, does that does that hurt? Because he kind of knows – I'm sure he knows – Faz's. He used to play. He plays against him in training all the time. Right. So he knows what his tendencies are. He knows what he what but he's Fer- seeing. Farrell knows his though too. True. So you know it's it's it, it goes both ways. Right. Um. That's it, there's nothing. There's nothing to really read into that. In my opinion, I can't. You can't sit there and say, "Oh, you got to get him off the Saracens." No, that's a stupid thing to say. No, What's wrong? I, with I you? just figured that that was again. You know, not only with, like I said, yeah. Faz was kind of telegraphing what he was doing, which makes mm-hmm. that makes um, Sanjay's job that much easier. Yeah, it is. It does. Um, I thought, and I thought Josh Adams obviously played a miraculous game. Obviously, came up with the winner or the clincher. Oh, um, that was a hell of a play. Both of those, tri- both of the tries at the end of the match, yeah, were just yeah, good line by Hilda, gorgeous. cut in and plow over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, saw him, like, <laughs> basically, three, three, three England tacklers turned into none because right. they all basically bumped each other off. Yeah. Well, he ran a he ran a great line. Yeah, the outside came in. From, yeah, came yeah, from yeah. way outside and, and came in on that unders line. Um, mm. Really well done. Great timing on the the pass, the run, and what are you going to do at that point uh, as, as a defender? You can do is you can help it. All you can do is stand on the tracks and hope you can stop the train. Yep. And they couldn't. Nope. But that that catch by uh, Adams. Um, by Adams. How do you? Oh. Good concentration, man. Amazing! How good like, concentration. Could you imagine if that had happened in like an American sport? We would be seeing that everywhere. Beyond the highlight reel forever. So forever I, and ever. Yeah, and, and I'm sure it will be for Wales. So no, I'm sure it's on Wales' permanent highlight reel now. Yeah, just a a, a gorgeous play to to close out a a great game. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought Gareth Davies unfortunately struggled a, a little bit the the Welsh scrum half. Um, not his best game. Um, back row for Wales definitely played a very immense game. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Alan Wynn was a big part of the game, too, because as he always as is. As he always is. Um, I thought for England, Tom Curry is 20 years old. Everybody in the world needs to be terrified of that because this dude was everywhere. I looked up, and every second I looked up that somebody was getting tackled on Wales, it was Curry that was in it. Right. Either he was in the he was in there trying to win the ball, or he made the tackle. Right, and earning penalties. Yeah, and kid was amazing. Obviously, he got stuff. over the line on top of it. His dude, yeah. that that was long. I mean, he was man of the match if England won. Yes. So. Oh yeah. Um, that was a that was a, a, a fantastic performance by by Curry. Really, again, mm. standing up and saying, "This is my jersey. I, I want it." And now, now all he has Good to do is trying it off his back. Right. They, now he's got him. Glued Just on there for it. now. Now he's got it. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's it's there for him, 
Um, he just has to maintain this level of play. Yeah, as long as he's healthy, I don't see why they why they do anything else. Um, Anti-man of the match. Number three for England, Kyle Sinclair. Lots of dumb things. Not not good. He's not a good scrummager. We already know this. Right. This is not news. I'm not going to harp on that. Um, gives away a really cheap and probably not the smartest penalty he could have given away right in front of the sticks that caught, that gives them three. And it, honestly, if he doesn't if he doesn't give away that three, the Corey Hill try doesn't do a thing. So yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's all his fault. No. Good lord, good <laughs> no. lord. Do not well, let's I, not read that into it. But it was just a dumb penalty that eventually gave you know eventually Wales got the lead out of it. But I, and I will say this: um, we knew going in that Wales were going to try to get under his skin. They was, knew exactly what to do because he's and and I'll give him the credit for not being too much of an asshole. After oh, the whistle, with there the scrap, was... scrappy dappy do that was going on there, yeah. yeah. I mean, none, none of that, uh, that clubbing that he did the other day, yeah, the other dummy. week. No, he he knew he he and the the whole Allen went photo, but there was another there was another respectful one afterward. The two of them, yeah, shaking hands, hugging it out, and being rugby players, right? Because they also went on the lines tour together. Yeah, I mean, so, they're, they're all these these. Guys a lot of these guys play so. either together with that, or they play together. And you know, Adams is on Worcester. William Williams is on Saracens. Mm-hmm. Um, there's more in there. I know there is. I can't remember it off the top of my head. Uh, Dan Bigger plays for Northampton. Oh, speaking of which, England and their fans. Eng- Englishmen are going to see Dan Bigger in their sleep. Yeah. Because after the 15 World Cup and the performance he put in against them in the in the pool stage to knock them out more or less, um, and then obviously the cross kick to nothing that Adams fields, they're going to see him in their sleep for they, sure. And Yeah, that, that was... Uh... <laughs> That that was a, I, you know, I think we talked when we talked last week. I I had mentioned that I would put bigger in. Oh no, I think for for this match, I think I I don't remember which one I said. But, yeah. But it, I, I ultimately whatever I said last week, they what well did was right. Which yeah. Is, well, they 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 pulled the trigger at the right time on yeah, bigger. So. Then, um. Yeah, and that 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 kick was perfectly weighted. Everything was just yep. gorgeous about that. Very good. Um, I thought I thought Tulangi had a, the his little break. He made one critical error. He was carrying the ball in one hand. Yeah. If he had carried the ball in two hands, he's a threat, and he can pass. Most people know Tulane. He's not passing. But, you know, carry the ball in two hands now and again, big guy, and people are going to maybe give you at least that but half a shoulder to right. and, run through. But that's the other thing about him is, is you know, we we, we, that, we definitely talked about the past couple of weeks is Tuolagi just being a hammer and a yeah. battering ram. And uh now he finally gets into space. Finally, does something good with it, mm-hmm. as far as running with it. And uh, he had players. He had a, he had options, mm-hmm. and he just didn't use them. And it's it's like okay, well, that means that all he's good for is a battering ram, which is good I, and bad. It's good and bad, and and he's not the he's not even a great battering ram. He's a good battering ram. Don't get me wrong. Battering ram that's about to make a boatload of money in France next <laughs> good year. Good for him, <laughs> but uh, I. I I'd, I'd like to see a little bit more versatility out of a player like yeah. that, just because it, it it puts that much more of a fear in the in the defense. Right. Um, yep. So Wales twenty one, England thirteen. Um, this whole championship's not over. Jesus. Now we're down to not even a little. You bit. know, Wales have to beat Ireland. I think they have them at home, so that's the good news for Wales. Um, bonus points are all involved still as well, so don't forget that. Um, England could have done with a, a bonus point here to maybe keep it with it a little bit more. Sh- more of a shout. Um, go through the stores. Uh, for Wales, 
I said he had a bad game, but not fantasy-wise. Garrett Davies with 35. Ken Owens, another uh, a guy we talked about running running your face through a wall for, mm-hmm. uh, 30. Anscombe with 28. Um, Alman Jones with 26. Uh, Josh Navidi, I, I really like Josh Navidi. Yeah. Uh, 26. Corey Hill with 25, the more or less hero. Uh, George North with 24. Rob Evans with 24. Tom Francis with 23. And Josh Adams, more, probably the hero, with 22. Uh, scored the clincher. It'll be the one that everybody remembers at very least. Um, England. Tom Curry. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Top of the list. Uh, 44. Big day for the big boy. Um, Jamie George with 40. Courtney Laws with 30. Ugh. Courtney loss. Oh, that's a, that's loss, a for the, loss. loss for the remainder. Um, we'll talk about possible replacements for him, both in England and in your team. Uh, Mark Wilson with 30 as well. Jack Noel with 27. George Cruz with 26. Ben Youngs with 23. I read that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can't read my shit. Uh, Johnny May with 23. Harry Williams with 21. Not bad off the bench for Harry Williams. And Owen Farrell with 21. Um, yeah, just the whole, you know, don't. England aren't chokers. Don't. The whole line from Warren Gatlin, he needs to check himself, dude. Yeah. You know, well. you're, listen, you're, I'm going to rewind to 2011 when his team had a good chance at getting into a semifinal again uh, in the World Cup down in New Zealand. And his captain freaking did a tip tackle, and that pretty much cost him the game against France. France ended up getting into the semi, semifinal, right. then the final. I, so, I think he's just just keep your. I think he's just putting his thumb in Eddie Jones's eye. Yeah. That's all. That's keep, all yourself in, keep yourself in check, Warren. The uh, <laughs> the final act of the weekend for Six Nations actually was not a bad one. It was a great game. It was a uh, it was a lot better of a game than some people probably anticipated, especially with the Me. strong team. Yeah, same. I th- totally thought Ireland was going to hose these guys, and yeah. this, the the scoreline probably flatters them a little bit too. Um, Ireland twenty six, Italy sixteen. Italy was in this game right up until the last twenty minutes or so, even probably even later than that, if I'm remembering wrong. Um, but yeah, I I was impressed with Italy's grit. You know, it's not yeah. it's not a term that you necessarily define with the Azzurri. No. But man, they just showed a little bit of toughness, a little bit of bite. They were like, Mm-mm, "This is not going to be one of those games where you bend us over. You are going to have to earn every right, inch." Yeah. And they did. They did. And that was uh, that was you know, Connor Shea can definitely. It it sucks to take a moral victory away from a, a game that they probably could have won. But again, if you're Italy, you have to just take those small victories when you can. This is this is the type of stuff that tells that should tell the world they don't belong relegated no. from any from this thing. No, keep them in. I'm sorry, Georgia. I'm sorry, any other club that thinks that any te- other country that thinks they're going to get into this competition because of Italy, no. forget it. You you, you just lost not, your opportunity. Italy just showed no way. No, um, they and. Yeah, I, I was just very impressed with the way they played all together, and and just and and you could tell in the crowd, the crowd was amazing. They were in it. I was uh, I was happy. I was time. like, all yeah, right, that an was, Italian crowd that's in it. Let's yeah. go, let's go. And and, um, and it's, Italy had so many they they, they had so many opportunities. That's the, to mm. me that that was the theme of the weekend, and, and we're getting even going down into the premiership too. Um, was Absolutely. a lot of missed opportunities mm-hmm. and, and a lot of line breaks that just didn't quite finish with tries and they should have because either the, the support wasn't there or the, the, the support wasn't used right, what have you. Um, Italy Italy could have put up quite a, a bit of points. Once again, they had they found gaps in that 12-13 yes. wing channel that they kept attacking. Yep. And um, which was shocking to me 
Because Ireland, one, the one thing we've, we've talked yeah. about for forever, and everybody talks about, is smash is their defense and that yep. wall, that green wall that that just lines up in front of you, and good luck beating that um, by Smart. running through it. Right, and they ran through it. Mm-hmm. They found Did gaps, well. and this wasn't this wasn't exactly uh, 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 you know the, the the scrubs for Ireland in their back line. Oh no no, they no. were running through their their no, starters. No, no. Some good, there was some good stuff back there for them. I was uh, I was very shocked that Italy being able to do what they did, but I was also very impressed by Italy being able to do what they did. Yeah, um, tells me that they are definitely not going to be taking this thing lying down by any means whatsoever. No, um, very very happy for the for the Azuri to see them play just another level up, which right. you know we've been waiting for. And if Tommaso Allen could make a kick every so often, <laughs> yeah. that's a yeah. very that'd be game. very helpful. Thought you thought you were gonna call him something else. I am. Uh, so my, my new nickname for <laughs> for him is is Tomato. He's a uh, Tomato Tommaso. He's a uh, Tomato. <laughs> He's Tomato Allen. <laughs> um, very. I mean, very good stuff from Italy. Uh, I was very impressed. Uh, Abraham Stain, very good. Um, Jaden Hayward, very good. Uh, Padovani, uh, just you know, Geraldini was leading the troops, and no Parise in the squad either. Think yeah. of what they might have done if Sergio Parise was healthy. <laughs> I know that that's a that was a a rough one to take. Yeah, uh, and I would have felt so bad for all the losses that Parise's taken while he's wearing a blue shirt. If they had won, right? I would have felt so bad for him. But uh, he would have been ecstatic. He would not oh, have given he a rat's ass. He would not have cared. He right. would have been like, I don't care. I don't care. We need to win. <laughs> so I'm uh, I'm glad I'm glad the Missouri were able to show that they are definitely all belong in this class. Right. Um, and big ups to the Italian front row. Yeah, uh, fo- uh, starters and reserves for for nutting up against a, a, t- a tough group, a, a tough group, a very tough group as always. Irish front rows are usually no slouch. No. Okay, let's go through the scores here real quick uh, for the host. Uh, Tabaldi comes back and gets forty one. Ruzo with thirty nine. Jaden Hayward with thirty three. Stain with twenty nine. Uh, Morrissey with twenty five. Dean Bub with twenty four. Padovani with twenty four. Uh, Leonardo Giordini with uh, twenty four, and Tommaso Allen with twenty two. I'll remember the any tens that we name include their kicking points. So in order to get all the points, you need to name your kick, your kicker. Uh, Ireland more score more scores than Italy, obviously, but happens when you win the game. Uh, Kilcoin with fifty two, Connor Murray with forty four, uh, Jacob Stockdale with thirty six. Got a few bonus ones after that intercept and, yes, and run. Thank you. Uh, I needed that. Yeah, uh, Keith Rills with thirty two, Jordy Murphy with twenty nine. Um, Delane with twenty eight, uh, Furlong with twenty seven. Finally, Ty Furlong. Where you've been all my life? Uh, yes, thank uh, you. Peter Romani with twenty three. Sean Corona with twenty three, uh, replacing Best for this game. Chris Farrell with twenty two, and Johnny Sexton with twenty one. Good to see Johnny Sexton back in there, not up on the shelf with an injury or anything like that. Like yeah, although he, he was be. a little salty coming out of the match too. He was a little he got miffed. At, they, they whacked him a lot, right? But he was miffed at. Uh, well, I mean, he was frustrated all day, but he yeah. was a little mad at Stockdale for for dropping a pass. Yeah. Um, on, on Sexton's last go yeah. in the match. Well, um, won't, won't. Shit happens, man. Um, all right, so let's go through team the dream team for the uh, Rogi Mag. A pretty significant amount, so I was pretty happy with that. What's that? Oh, I had a, I had a good amount of uh, yeah of the dream uh, teamers. I can, I can, I'm looking at my I list. I did come in some... 20th in the world. Yeah, there you go. Another, another good week for you on that yeah. one. Um, so Rogi Mag dream team for Six Nations Fantasy. Dave Kilcoyne from Ireland with 52. Jamie George from England with 40. Tyke Furlong from Ireland with 27. 
Federico Ruzza from Italy with 39. Good to see some Italians starting to get mm-hmm. mixed in there a little more. Courtney Laws, the injured Courtney Laws with 30, uh, with 30 from England. Uh, Lore from France. I'm not going to disservice him by uh, trying to pronounce his first name. Um, Lore from France with 33. Tom Curry with 44. Uh, Abram Stain from Italy with 29. Connor Murray with 44. Roman Intimac with 39 from France in the 10 shirt. Jacob Stockdale on the wing with 36. Gail Fiku from France with 33. Luca Morrissey from Italy with 25. Keith Earls with 32. And Thomas Ramos from France with 39 in the fullback jersey. So good stuff all around. Um, yeah, you took the lead in our, our little league, you little bastard. Yeah, and I, I got some separation this week. Yeah, dirty little. <laughs> um, so obviously a lot of you are going to be in crisis mode like me with some of the injuries. Um, big one, obviously, for the weekend for me was obviously Courtney Laws going down. Um, second rows, uh, there's some still, there's still some good ones out there. You're so let's let's just talk about the England, what England do with him first. Um, there's talk, there's talk of bringing in, there's one talk of re- rushing back Maro Atoje, which I think is stupid for the Italy game. Don't do that. Yeah, I would do that. Um, two, there's talk of bringing in Joel Kapoku from Saracens, which I'm not necessarily. Yeah, I'm lukewarm on it at best. At I'm, best, I am against it. Okay, there you go. Um, I, I think, I you know he's not even playing. I, I realize he's playing for the for the U twenties. U twenties, yeah. He's doing a lot of good work there. He's not even playing for Saracens regularly. No, I, I don't. I don't think he's ready for that step up yet. And frankly. There's a lot of other locks in England that have earned it, and right. maybe, maybe you know, not maybe, it you know, probably in five years, it's going to be a Toji and Kapoku as your as your starters. Yeah, so I saw somebody put out like a under right. uh, a, the England potential World Cup, Cup squad for right. France in, in four years, right? When, and he was on it, and I thought that was pretty. I was like, yeah, probably That's accurate. Fair. But for now, no, no, you could you could you could walk into pretty much any of the. Uh, Premiership teams and be like, and find, okay, find a lock. Give me your best lock. Yeah. You're, we're going, and, yeah, and you, he would he would deserve it and probably fare better than Kapoku would. Right. Uh, I mean, off the top of my head, um, our boy Sequay could be one. Um, Elliot yeah. Stuke is another one that that jumps up to me. Um, trying to go around the league in my head here. Um, there's got to be another one in there that's that's probably that I'm probably missing, but yeah, there's at, there's at least three or four that they could that they they could throw in there for now and not rush back. Right, Maro Atoje, that would be a terrible among terrible yeah, ideas. There's, there's no need for that. Um, right now. One of the, there's got to be a one of the Gloucester second rows has to be eligible. Hell, what get. about putting Hughes at second row? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he didn't, he was not he wasn't even on the bench for this one. Right. So there you go. I mean, yeah. Um, right. Slater's English, isn't he? It's later. No, I'm not sure. I think he is. So throw 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 his name in that hat because he's yes, a he's damn, English. So he's a he's a damn good second row last yes, I checked. So yep. maybe get maybe maybe pick up the phone and call him. Right. Is uh, Launchbury hurt? Huh? Is no, Lanch- I mean he'll be the start. It's probably right. going to be Launchbury and Cruz to yeah. start, and but you got to figure out who Still you have a, who yeah. you pull. Maybe maybe you do leave Hughes in bring Hughes into the team and leave him as your quote unquote second row replacement and hope you don't need him. Right. Wilson could slot in if he had to. I think he did. I don't know if him or Shields had to, and the oh, loss came no, off. that was um, that was Hughes did at one point. Uh, that was two weeks ago when Morrow yeah. came off, or three weeks, whatever right. it was. First game when Morrow came off, Hughes did. But I'm I'm trying to think of who slotted in at scrum time for oh. 
laws. I don't, I don't know if it no, was I didn't, Wilson I, bumped over or if, or if Shields went in there. I but I didn't notice. Yeah, so whichever one of those two, you could, you could use him and bring Hughes onto the bench. So um, there's way better ideas for England than that. But for your fantasy team ideas, um, James Ryan would be a, would be a good uh, replacement to go to throw in there. Um, if you don't have Alan Wynn Jones, what's wrong with you? Um, George Cruz actually isn't bad. He, um, outside of the Island game, he's gotten twenty plus um, every week so far. Um, Johnny Gray, well, now that he's yeah, back, Gray's got to be in there. He's he's good. averaging you know a boatload of points at this point. Right. So well, he's played yeah, he's played two matches and has fifty three points. So. Yeah, so I would I would consider that as much. Um, Six Nations dream team through week three of the round three of the Six Nations. So this was a fun little thing I did. Um, any guesses as to who's the leading scorer in Six Nations fantasy this year? I I have no idea. Connor Murray. I wasn't there. Oh yeah, one twenty-five. I was yeah. Stockdale would be up there, I'm sure too. Uh, yep, but not as high as you think. Hmm. Um, next on the list is a Scott. Who do you think it is? That wouldn't be Hoggy. No, Who had, be, oh, um, the wing, uh, Kinghorn. Yes. Yeah, so I did. I went through it and put fifteen guys in a, in the lineup. All right, who you got? Mako. Oh. Despite despite oh, wow. missing a week, <laughs> it's a bet. It's not a good day. It's not a good competition. For pro- no. Props hit big points, but only once, and right. then they go. Right. So Mako's got a Mako was doing it consistently, so that's why he's still on the list. Uh, Mako with eight, um, at loose head, Jamie Jamie George Hooker Kilcoin the other at the other prop Gilchrist from Scotland uh, Etoria. From France, he's actually a he's a flanker. He plays flanker, but he's second row eligible. So I slot I slotted him in there. Um, another guy that's flanker eligible, McNally. Yeah, plays yeah. hooker obviously for Scotland, but yep. been rolling he's him out there. He's been my flanker. Yeah, he has he hasn't left my lineup yet. No, uh, Abram Stain from Italy um, plays flanker mostly. Obviously, when Parise is healthy, Picamol from France hmm. at the eight, Murray at the nine, Laidlaw since he's eligible at at ten, we right. slot him back there. Uh, Kinghorn. At wing, Farrell at the other at uh, twelve. Okay. I marked him as kicker, sure. and I marked Murray as captain. Um, obviously, Murray's got the most points. It's the one you got to roll with. Yeah. Uh, David Stockdale in at center because he's center eligible. Oh. Uh, Johnny May, one ten, so far. Okay. Uh, yeah. Wing. Well, he's he's done all right. For yeah. Himself. At wing, oh, and then game, uh, yeah. since Slade's eligible at fullback, you slide Slade back there. Roger. Um, <laughs> it's funny that the <laughs> the leaders of Six Nations. In real life, don't have a single guy on the fantasy <laughs> list here that I just listed. But you know, it is what it is. It's right. there's a reason that fantasy doesn't always match reality. It's a fantasy. Exactly. <laughs> Things um, don't, don't translate always. No, definitely. And not. plus, they they just play such. Good, they they they're so spread out as far as who's. Uh, they have a lot of talent. They they, they, they went they went through a lot of bodies in the last three weeks. Right. Wales did so. Well, I mean, you look at Ireland. It's almost and, the same bodies. Right, Murray's going to put up points. Stockdale's going to put up points. Mm-hmm. Um, Omani's going to get a shitload of tackles, so he's probably going to get some points. Yeah, this is his best week so far, 23. And you're not going to see a, a lot of, um, you know, you see, so you, yeah, you look at their points, they have a lot of guys up high, and then it kind of changes as to who's in the mid-20s. Right. But uh, it's really the same guys who are at, towards the towards the top. Yeah, and it's just a little more predictable with teams like Ireland and England because they almost serve. Yeah. Very consistent with their selection. Obviously, France has been very. <laughs> Your guess is good right. as mine. So you know, there's there is that. Um, Italy again, same thing. You know, you got to find the diamond in the rough with them. Um, there's obviously a few, 
mm-hmm. that have done well, but still, you gotta you gotta find the right ones. All right, um, let's uh, let's breeze through the the other two competitions here. Um, let's uh, let's talk let's talk about our boys first and get that out of the way, and then we can kind of touch on the other ones. I mean, we called it. Yeah, we did. We it, called it. It was not not unexpected. No, but and it wasn't their best performance, and they still got a bonus point out of the right. damn thing. <laughs> that's the best part. I mean, that's a silver lining and a half right it there. It was a it was a, a good way to end the match to to fight their way yeah. back. Willie into to it. Jax. Yeah, very good. Um, I mean, Ben, ben Morgan, what a freaking house he is. Yeah, there's somebody that England need to keep on their short list at least of they do. names to call when when needed because he is so damn good. He, he really might is. be someone they could slot into second round. <laughs> he's got the freaking he's size. Huge. I mean, it doesn't have to be your jumper, but right, man, he, he is gigantic. Move. Um, he's uh, he'll he'll make that weight. He'll make that scrum very immovable. <laughs> yes, he will. He, he's, he's just a, a, a massive unit who's who's strong as an ox. Yeah, yes. Um, there's there's certain guys who, um. They, they're they're not they're they're you can tell they're big and strong but it's not quite functional mm. for him. It's he can if if, if you yeah. need him to move someone off that ball he will do it. He'll if you do need it. him to to carry that ball and move some defenders back. Mm-hmm. He'll do it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And get him in space and I don't not want I don't want. Yeah, to I know I'm not getting his way. No, thank you. Um, but that and you look at that now. I, I think was this um this is the first time that I've seen. Uh, and it's really registered on me this season, so I'm not sure if it's, it's if it's accurate or not. But it, to me, um, having Slater, Mostert, and Morgan all on the field together for for Gloucester, yeah, that's a lot of beef. I'm not sure if that was the first time this season. Because uh, yeah. I know they've had one, one of two, maybe. Yeah, they've they've all been banged up. They've a all been bit here and rotated there. in and out. It's usually yeah. Well, Mostert didn't start till late because right. of um, the tours, and right. then Slater um, gets rotated in and out because you know. Gotta keep the legs fresh. Yeah. Keep those legs fresh, baby. So all all three of them to combined. If if a, uh, it seemed like when when Gloucester was giving it to the forwards, it was they were giving it to one of them. And, mm. <laughs> yeah, understatement of the day. And uh, um, <laughs> on the other side for the forwards, uh, for, for for the uh, uh, for the Saracens. Yeah. Can we talk about how awesome Tolafu is? <laughs> God. Uh, I don't. I don't know how they were like able to stomach him for forty minutes. I don't know what did he played. He start. He came out. You started the ha- second started half second too. Half that was too. the scary part. I was, was like, like, no, get him out of there now. Right. It was. It was like you always have a match every so often where you point at one player and you're like, get him off the field now. Yeah, and he was. And it. it starts like 10, 15 minutes in. It starts with one mistake, and then all of a sudden there's another mistake, and you're like, why is he still in? Oh, and then compounded. another mistake. Why is he still in? <laughs> and, and he kept doing stupid shit. He couldn't throw a ball straight in the lineout. Understatement of the day. He couldn't throw a pass in the loose. He couldn't make a tackle. I, what the fuck was he, he doing? He was in there? very bad. He was very very bad. He he's and you have a perfectly capable backup who's shown himself to be pretty damn good. Some woolly. Very good. So he's very good. I don't. I, is I, it he, a fitness? I, I have no idea why. He's definitely started a couple of matches. Right. So if it's a fitness thing, then just pull Tilfu at half, please. Yeah. End the pain. If we're gonna lose this game, please don't make me watch that freaking yeah, guy that's play. The, that's the thing. It's like okay, <laughs> what? At what point does putting your backup in, who you know you know is capable, and for some reason McCall likes Tilfu for yeah, for whatever. I have no idea me. what reason he sees. At some point, you got to say, you know what? 
I'm going to, uh, I'm not going to let you ruin my game. <laughs> yeah. I'll let, because what, what happens? You bring on, um, you bring on, uh, Wilsoncroft and what he, he does, he does worse. Cause right. there's no way you could have got a lot I, worse. Right. Shoot. Like, there's only, the only way to go is up. Yeah. And if he, sure. and if he sucks too, then you're like, all right, it's just not our day at hook. No. And, and you move on. Fair enough. But, but at, you, know, you got him sitting there. Yeah, you might uh, as well just how, try and, it. And especially because Tolafua had a shit week last week too. Yeah. So it's not as though this is a new thing for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I did, and they said it on the broadcast too. I did find it amusing that Gloucester fans are like, "Can we play you every week?" I'm <laughs> like, "Um, Look you might want to be careful." Uh, yeah. And we'll go through who did not play. Right. Um, you might want to be careful with what you wish for because I'm pretty sure we did this once already this year. Yeah. When everybody was available and we hosed you. Right. So it's, just just rethink what you're saying, okay? Yeah. Just. I, I I love the ambition, and it's probably the beer talking. Honestly, yeah. let's be real about this. It's probably the they're probably all on the smash. So sure. so be it. But you know, as we everybody drink. gets the, oh, everybody gets beer muscles when you're taking out the champs. You yeah, know? Like, I know it. Tell me about it. So yeah, so uh, Saracens lose, but not without a bonus point. Um, twenty fourth, twenty four to thirty. It's uh, it was a gutty performance by the Saracens, but man, was it a very good performance by Gloucester. These guys look like they're on fire. They, they really do. do. And that to me was was the uh, the theme actually throughout the um, a lot of the Premiership games that I saw was, was mm. it's getting better. So like a lot of the the Teams little things the, that, that getting, yeah it, it, getting things figured out getting figured yeah you're in mid season now you you got you getting a little bit of a little lather in you and you're starting to figure mm-hmm. out what you got and and now you can start to not just do the basics but but really open up the the attack right and, and to to show more creativity right. Um. I won't. We won't jump through everything. But Morgan with fifty five and Cipriani with seventeen. Those are the two pole runs for yeah. Gloucester. Cipriani hasn't been amazing in, on on the score sheet here, but he's gotten it done. He did a hell of a job. You know, and it's clear that the the, the Gloucester red and white machine does not fire as well when he's not at the helm. Right. I, I think it's pretty obvious at this point. Even if he's not doing anything spectacular, he clearly knows what the hell's going on and, and knows how to did, order. I thought he he didn't no, he didn't do anything that was like, oh wow. You know, like he didn't No, there was no wow factor, but that's okay. He was you consistent. Know, this was consistent is fine. This was perfectly fine sips. Yep. Um for Saracens, the top scorer, Big Willie off the bench after that <laughs> <laughs> run and offload, uh right near the end there. He had a couple of good good barging runs from the big old giraffe. Um, yeah, he's a he's a unit too. Yeah, just a bit. I mean, the whole England, the whole Six Nations contingent didn't play for right. Saracens. Farrell, Atoje, both Benapolas, Jamie George, Liam Williams, obviously also not playing for mm-hmm. uh, away with Wales. George Cruz, like, listen, <laughs> chill out. Let's see what happens when you know the springtime right. comes and we have we have more guys. That's, that's half the team. That's seven players. Yeah. that are that are. Uh, and then there's still a handful DMP, that are probably so. recovering from either injury or just needing rest. Exactly. So let, let's you know, uh, and we know that Gloucester, my side piece. Yep. But I'm I'm certainly pumping the brakes on on being too excited about this. Yeah, don't get too excited about it. Um Lost Sale, what stood out for you? Um that I, I saw the first half not much stood out for me. And again, wasps are showing a little bit more life and creativity. Yes. I thought the Sopawaga um was was really it started to make that ten position his own. Which bit, is yeah. good because now they don't have Searle for a while. No, so they don't. so it's like you got nobody else really. Might as well just lean on it. So lean on it and, and maybe that's that helped a little but bit. But yeah, I think you had to get I think you had to take a pine um yeah. after uh, near the end. I thought um Nizam Carr got done pretty uh pretty harshly by the ref. 
um, made a made a br- tackle on I think it was Solomona going down the, had to put all effort in to try and chase down Solomona uh, hit him with his arm about shoulder level and then obviously Solomona was trying to go down mm-hmm. and ended up uh, to get the try obviously and ended up sliding up high a little yeah. bit so referee not only called a penalty called it a penalty try gave oh. him a yellow card really in my opinion really harsh really harsh on Nizam Car I, th- I thought that was unfortunate pretty much the reason that Sale won the game was was that right there? Yeah. Um, not to say that was the only thing, but um, you know, it is what it is. Yep. Uh, just looking at the scores here, Carr did do well on the scoreboard, thirty-two. Um, Buff to Clark's a pain in the ass, but he does really well. Yes. And there's not just one Curry in the in England too. Uh, he almost looks as good as his brother. So be careful, everybody. Um, very good. Sale win twenty-four to eighteen over over Was. Quinn's Bristol. Watch any of it. Uh, no, this one I couldn't, I yeah. couldn't get around um, to. I mean, <sighs> Bristol's entertaining as hell. We talk about two yeah. guys that are that two guys that are very young for France that everybody needs to watch in combo. Get used to watching Harry Randall and Callum Sheedy for That's Bristol for a long time. These yep. guys look really these, these kids look really good. I really I really like the way they look. Um, I don't know if you saw the Pietau try where he. Um, yeah, he, made, he buried Mike Brown. <laughs> Rest in peace, Mike Brown. <laughs> uh, you, there was nothing Mike Brown was going to be able to do about it. <laughs> it's like, yep, you're done. <laughs> On your bum. Um, very, good, very good stuff from uh, from Bristol. But Quinns were the classier bunch, and they showed it. Um, obviously, Ben Glenn, so ben Glenn basically did, almost does what Will Rollins did the other week, find a loose ball and run with mm-hmm. it. So that's why his score gets pumped up a little bit, 55. Um, Marcus Smith, good day. The Dominator was back with 31. Yeah, I like seeing um, him. Chris Vui, what the hell's gotten into him? 35. He's been eating his Wheaties. Yeah. Um, El Patelio, we got 42, but he's also potentially injured and also potentially banned, apparently. Ooh. don't Didn't see what the incident was, but saw that he's getting cited. So I was like, oopsie. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Bristol lose 26-36, but uh, put in a damn good show. We talked about everything getting better except for one team, Newcastle. Poof. That's not going to change no. anything. And they, again, I mean, they, they showed a bit of heart, right? but just didn't have You're it. walking into a buzzsaw. Yeah. What are you going to do? You're, you're away. You're at a team that now, again. Um, On top again, yep. Right. And uh, the Saracens had opened the door for, for Exeter. Yeah, and so, they were ready to take it. They were like, right. we, this so, is So ours. they're going to be motivated. They're, they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to want to win more, you know, even more than, than normal because yep. this is where they could, could not only take the lead, but, but maybe even separate a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guys that need to step up for Exeter stepped up. Cordero, White, Cuthbert, um, Ollie Woodburn returns in his first match since the beginning of the year with a, with a, gets himself over. Alec Hepburn played very well for, damn it, I wish I'd started him. <laughs> um, <laughs> that whole thing. Um, Lago Molopolo gets 41. <laughs> Just, you know, Random stuff like that. Kibberigi actually looked really good. He scored two tries. Um, they they said Kibberigi and then they said Kibridge. I don't know which one it is. So <laughs> this kid, this guy needs to get on the phone with somebody and yeah, tell us how the freak to pronounce the name. Out. Let's go. Um, so Exeter thirty five, Newcastle seventeen. Uh, Northampton Bath. Did you watch this game at all? Uh, Best game of the weekend, hands I, down. Yeah, no, I, down. I started this and couldn't get Ooh, through it because of timing. Man. Hands down, best I, match. Yeah, I wanted to see it because I, I, I know Northampton the... finished with a flurry, right. and Dave Ribbons goes quick tap and gets a, and just 
Steve Rivens is gigantic, so he just basically falls <laughs> falls from the five meter line over the, over the try line. <laughs> um, big, I love the big fella. I think he's a, I think he's a great player for them. Um, I think they're I think he's a good stand in. While uh, Cody Laws is away and, and obviously now out. Um, something about Northampton scrum halves. Alex Mitchell gets fifty two yeah. this weekend, <laughs> man, and he was a, he was a nuisance. He really was. And it's too bad because Bath actually played very well. They played right in, well until the last five minutes where they blew it, right. basically. Um, Which seems to be a little bit their style. Yeah, lately. a little bit, unfortunately. Where they, they kind of fade late. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, makes sense. They are, you know, some of their, their better players are a little long in the tooth. So Yeah, and some and a couple of them are gone, too, right now yeah. as well. So, um, uh, Rory Hutchinson, for the center for them, a uh, couple of good weeks in a row stacked up right here. So look out for this kid. Something they have a lot of youth. We talked about it last week. Like we, they have a lot of youth between the guys like this, Slatehome, uh, Grayson, uh, Furbank. You know, just a lot of lot of young guys that just give them energy. So it'll be interesting to see how this team goes on. Um, they get to walk into Elian's Park next week. <laughs> That's okay. Um, yeah, uh, Rory McConaughey. My call on him was very good. Ossie Twelve didn't do a damn thing. Rory McConaughey gets over the line. So I'll take it. I'll call it a win. Um, so Northampton 27, Bath 26, they got one right in front, right at the end. So mm. good for them. And then, um, so before we get into the Leicester match, um, and oh, breeze through it real quick, yeah, um, <laughs> I want to, um, give a shout out and a tip of the cap. Matthew Tate, longtime Leicesterman yes. has called it, called a 15 year career time, uh, been beat up, been battered guy was very good with his feet and a guy that also didn't miss his tackle tackles very rare to see the combination of that that and uh, obviously won a lot of titles and a lot of trophies with Leicester in their glory days so um tip of the cat to Matthew Tate um happy retirement y'all do well in whatever you do big guy I'm sure sure all right this was duh you and I both watched this match this was not pretty no (laughs) this again so uh Worcester uh, to me it, it it didn't look it because of the the scoreline, but mm-hmm. but it, on the field the the actual play, Worcester controlled the play throughout the match. Yes, and again had those same things we talked about with the line breaks that they couldn't finish. finish. Yeah, well nobody could do a damn. Th- right. Every t- anytime anybody got anything going in this match, it, 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 nobody finished it. Right, you know it was just ridiculous. And it, it, until the end. Until the last, yeah, like, right at the end. The last, <laughs> well like, done. Well, the best yeah. part of play was the last minute or two. Right. Was that how? Yeah. Yeah. Another um, one for him. Good for him. So he's on. He seems to be on fire a little bit. Um, Jack Singleton's definitely somebody that if something goes awry, well, you know what? They have Italy coming up. Maybe they, uh, maybe they pick up the phone and say, "Hey, Jack, come on in. We're gonna, we're gonna rest Jamie this week. We'll start Luke Cow and Dickey, and we're gonna bring you off the bench." I think uh, I think that would be a good call yeah, for England. That, that to, might be a good call to to get him going. Count Dickey's more than serviceable. Um, sure, they're playing at Twickenham. They're not playing in Rome, so should be fine. Um, uh, Jonah Holmes probably wishes he was playing in Cardiff, but played like and played pretty well. But he was the best part of the lesser team for sure. Yeah, although that's not saying too much. No, probably they, not. They, they, and and not, again, we ask. We all my my feelings on Leicester are well documented. Right, but this was not me shitting on them they they know it, it's not that that anybody play, i'm not picking anybody out saying anybody mm. played poorly nobody really stood up and said i'm gonna control this match and right. i'm gonna really take you know wrestle it by the balls to the ground right um, no neither team really did honestly no 
but and that, that's the yeah so that that that's why i thought worcester controlled the play but they didn't control the game no so they, they you know they, they had a lot of possession they had a lot of the uh, territory a lot of running meters i'm sure I, I haven't seen those stats but but i thought a lot of times they uh you looked up and some worcester player was breaking the line yes it certainly felt that way um bryce heen leaving worcester for uh for going to france well, where his fellow countrymen are apparently not very welcome <laughs> <laughs> right um but yeah um so good, good, good luck to him. Good luck with that monster. G- yeah. G- James hit around the head last week. Um, monster. Um, so I want to do. I want I want to do a couple quick fancy segments for this. Sure. Um, so I want to do the all Iron Man team part two. Hopefully we don't put the kibosh on somebody <laughs> like we did last time. I think it was Flood that we did. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you just ended up missing the match. I don't think it was any, I think you had a bug or something. Yeah, nothing. Really. Um, so top 10 point scorers that have played all 14 match. Rollins uh, from Was, Ben Morgan. Uh, Callan Green from Newcastle. John Ross from Sale. Good. Our buddy Alex, good. Sure. You should have missed a match at this point. Let's be real, but right. that's a different story for a different day. Uh, Joe Marchand. I love Joe Marchand. I really do. He's so underrated. Um, for Center for the Quins. Josh Beaumont from Sale. Uh, Nathan Earl, Earl Z, miss you, buddy, um, from Gwen's, uh, Rob Weber, uh, hooker from Sale, and Sione Calamafoni, the eight-man for Leicester. So if you're looking for a little consistency, maybe look at some of those guys. Some of those guys aren't that expensive. No, they're really not. Um, actually, speaking of not that expensive, I have a list of 15 under 250 pounds. These guys are all under 250 pounds, and they form a... 15, and I've actually got an honorable mention in here as well. I'll tell you why. Um, uh, Henry Thomas from Bath is 246, the prop. George McGuigan from Newcastle is 180. He's been a stalwart of mine. Yep, very good. Wilgriff John is 160 from Sale. Rollins is 198. Yes. Uh, Ed Slater is only 238. Harry Thacker, his price adjusted just this week so Uh, we could get into this. So he's actually – so I put him on the flank um, because he's eligible there, obviously. Uh, 250. Uh, Sam Lewis from Worcester is 212. Uh, John Ross is 220. Um, three guesses as to who the scrum half is. Uh, yeah. Kobus Reinach. Oh, Reinach, yes. From Northampton. Okay. I was yeah. thinking Randall. No, he's the top point scorer in the okay. league, I believe. I'm pretty sure at this point um, in terms of fantasy. Callum Sheedy from Bristol at 10. Um, Bryce Heem from Worcester. Ryan Mills and Francois Venter from Worcester as well. Charlie Sharples from Gloucester. And Jonah Holmes. So they're all in there. Um, Heem is 243. Mills is 206. Venter, 202. Sharples is 239. And Jonah Holmes is 226. Um, yeah. I had an honorable mention in here yes. because uh, Nick Tompkins is eligible, would would fit into this team because um, Mills can slide in at 10. But I had to put Sheedy in here because there's no kicker. Okay. Otherwise. Um, and I would uh, – one, one uh, suggestion I would make to – in, in on all that because he had, hasn't played the whole season. That was that's where it kind of gets screwed up yep. here. But Ollie Thorley, absolutely at, at one twenty two, um, he's got to be on your team. He, oh yeah, he's got to be in there. He must his, be on your team. His three PG super low. It's not that, that's that's a metric that I made up, but it's not as you know like huge and telling as I as I'd hoped it was <laughs> would be. But the good ones, it's really low. So and his is his is low. His is really really effing low. <laughs> Just be just be aware of that. So yeah, so he, he's he's somebody you need to be looking into. Right. 
Um, so we're going to do something new and we're going to do a more or less a, 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 a green light and a stop sign for the week um, for your premiership teams. Obviously, this is all based on can you afford them? Can you sneak them into your team somehow? And are they starting? Right. So my big green light this week goes to Bryce Heem, who is playing a team that is giving up a ton of points fantasy-wise, mm-hmm. period. End of story. Um, they give up a lot, a lot of points to backs as well. Um, and Bryce Heem is tearing up trees right yeah. now. So And he's just cutting up a rug. So he needs to, and he's scoring up. He's scoring points left and right. Bryce Team should should be in your team this week, as long as he's somebody you can get and he's starting. Yeah. So just that little caveat right there. Right. And there are there's there's issues with all of this because you can only have five players per team. Right. So you know, I I, I really wanted Slater on my team, but I can't. Right. Have we talked I, about that the other so week. Yeah, yeah. Gloucester players at the I've, I've, I'm I'm stocked up. Yep. Um. And my, my green light of the week is uh, um, somebody you, you've mentioned, actually, it, recently, a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, but he kind of gets overlooked. And, and the thing is, there's been, it's been rare that he's really had a standout week. But for the cost, he's somebody that you really need to be considering on a, on a week-to-week basis. Just, you know, you, you plug him in, you get 20 points. And, again, he's not that expensive. But John O'Ross. Oh, yes, yes. Very um, good, very good call. A flanker, a number eight, yeah. eligible. Um, South African, second, so you don't have to worry second, about the internet. Is he second, second row eligible he's too? He's not second row okay, eligible. Okay, so he's eight. So he's eight eligible. Just flanker okay. and eight. So that's that's kind of what, what, what makes it tough to okay. squeeze him in. But I I haven't I've been rarely disappointed in I think there's mm-hmm. been a week or two where I've left him off my off my squad and have been worse off for it. So to me, um, he's, yeah. he's 220K. Good shout, um, for and, sure. And he, he gets return. Yep. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Um, so my stop sign this week, um, any Harlequins hooker. <laughs> Bath are very good against the lineout, um, very good against hookers especially. They give up the second second most, second most fewest points, and they give up this, uh, both overall and to hookers. So um, they're, they're, they usually give up a few to forwards, but that's because they get torn up um, by back row. But... Don't start hookers against so Crumpton and uh, Elia Elia and Dave Ward. Forget about them. Throw them away. Put them in the put them on the bench. Put them in your stands. Put them somewhere else where they're not going to get affected. Because I don't think they're going to have a good week. Um, so find another option yeah. if you need a better option. I have ideas, but <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, don't go with that one. Um, actually, yeah, I do have a couple of ideas up my, up my sleeve here. Um, Tommy Taylor and Tom Cruise from Wasp would be a good idea. On the other side of this matchup we just talked about, Dunn and Batty could be could be in there. And then Jack Singleton, assuming that he doesn't get called into England camp. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm fairly fortunate in my hooker position, seeing as I have uh, Tom Cruise, George McGuigan, and Harry Thacker, all three available. Not terrible. So I, I kind of fell into some of them, and it worked out pretty well for me. <laughs> yeah, it seems to have. On the other end, um, we, we talk a lot about uh, that's bait. Um the players who are a little bit more expensive than than they should be, you think, oh yeah, okay, that 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 means he must be pretty good. Yeah, and you just there, there's been this one who's just given me jack and shit all year long, and he's too expensive, and I'm cutting him this week. And if and, and the reason I picked him up is he's a kiwi, so I picked him up for this specific uh, stretch <laughs> segment right here. Yeah, thinking okay, well he's somebody who will be available, mm-hmm. and and he should be getting some some playing time. He's not really getting much playing time. 
and when he does get playing time, he's really not producing, and, and that's Ben Franks from, yeah. from the Saints. Northampton props score like middle of the road. So but he's not even – And he doesn't start playing. a lot. Yeah, no. So, they're getting his brother next year. That's the Franks you probably want next yeah. year. <laughs> so, so I picked the wrong one. I'll have to, 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 figure, to sort out where I'm going to go next. Right. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be dropping him this week. Mm-hmm. All right. Easy stuff. Um, let's go through. We'll, we'll talk about your team and my team in Super Rugby, and then we'll breeze through the matches, and we can touch on a few fantasy points, and we'll go to pick them. Sure. Um, so, obviously, some good stuff. Um, my team looked like absolute poo. Yeah, join the club. <laughs> yeah, yours looked worse by far. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, I'd say the hex is on for Ben's yeah, team. I am the <laughs> you are a bad, bad juju. Sorry, long-running Chiefs fans, I have fucked you. <laughs> oh man, um, I mean, I look. I was looking for guys to put on the list for the Chiefs scores, and I was. I was I was like you know what I got to put names on here that didn't do well because there was not enough names that did well. Mogiakiola did well, and that's it. Well, I mean Leonard Brown's on my team and he did mm-hmm. shit. Retalix on your team, he didn't do a thing. Um, Satoro, who lit the world on fire last week, didn't do stuff, do anything. And McKenzie, eight and a half, yeah, out of him, you know, not good. Well, they didn't I, have the ball. I mean, we'll get to it. But... No, they definitely didn't have the ball. Um, <laughs> And then on the other side, obviously there were a lot of good scores for the for the Brumbies. You know, Lele Afano is actually probably the best, the highest scoring player in the game right now. Um, you know, and <laughs> I, I mean, feel good story for him. He's you know yeah. he's he's been through a lot, so good for him. But you know, Brumbies don't look terrible. It has to be and without David Pocock even. Yeah, that's a scary that's thought. Right. <laughs> Current Johnny was just tearing things up though. He was a problem. <laughs> that guy's a freaking beast. Um, Pete Samu played really played really well off the bench. Um, Tom Banks. Tom, I love I love Tom Banks' running style. You don't think he's doing anything, and then he's gone. Mm. It's like, wait, where'd he go? <laughs> oh shit, he's already gone, dude. He wasn't even doing anything ten yeah. seconds ago. The heck. <laughs> so yeah, the, um, yeah, Brumby's uh, thump the Chiefs fifty four to seventeen. Um, Ugh, it was ugly. Like, yeah, I, I I I realized fairly early on while I was watching it that uh, bad things kind of saw where it was going, and uh, I, it was one of those you kind of had to hate watch through to the end. Like, oh, you <laughs> they scored another try on you. Fucking great, great job. Good job, good but, job, guys. Yeah, keep yeah, doing that. Right. Do exactly that. <laughs> this is what I want to watch. Oh man, early that on a Saturday. So fr- like, yeah, so I, I needed those Six Nations matches to yeah, like, cleanse per- the palate. Obviously, you did. Yeah, no, I watched half the Hurricanes match, and then I ended up going going uh, meeting somebody to watch the Six Nations matches. Mm-hmm. Um, with that, so one of the beautiful things about you and I being an American rugby fan, I talked about this with um, Big Fella, yeah, um, at the at the at the bar, and one of the beautiful things about being an American rugby fan is we don't have the tainted views of either the Northern Hemisphere guys or the Southern Hemisphere guy where. You know, we had a, a Southern Hemisphere friend that you and I both know that was just barking about how terrible the rugby was that, he, that we were watching. And, oh, it's so boring, da-da-da-da. And then, you know, the counter-argument to that is the same as Andy Good is, well, you play touch rugby with no defense. And right. it's probably – and they're both probably a little true. But at the same time, like, as an American rugby fan, I can sit back and appreciate the two of them together and understand where the good the good is in both of them. Sure. You know the tact the tactics that come with the Northern Hemisphere are 
almost second to none with the exception of a couple teams from the Southern Hemisphere. All Blacks, hello. Um, and the Ki- and the Kiwi teams in the Super Rugby. Yeah. But, yeah, the de- and there's not a lot of defense necessarily, but you can see the teams that are playing defense in this league in Super Rugby are the ones that do well. Uh, the ones that the, the teams that can make plus tackles left and right mm-hmm. usually end up at least in the playoff, if not in you know semifinal or final. So I'm I don't know what your take on that is. I I, I, I I'm I'm happy I get to be, do it right that way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and well, don't, to, to don't me, have to be bolted to an opinion. Right, and that, that, to me that's kind of what. Um, so when I was been looking around at the at the different squads that I've been following year in year out the past couple of years, it's it's you're right, you see it. So, like, I saw it with the Taz. They they had some decent defense, but they just couldn't get shit going on offense. They just yeah. couldn't do much. Um, and then um, last year with the Blues, it was just kind of a, they were middling at everything. everything. Like they they, <laughs> they really were, weren't a great defensive yeah. team. They really weren't a great offensive Still team. Still are this so year, they, yeah. um, to be fair. And now the Chiefs, fuck. That's, there's no defense whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, that, They've forgotten how to play. <laughs> and that kind of pissed me off last week because – they they had the game in hand if they just played a little bit of defense yep. or played some tactics and instead they said oh let's just fuck around with the ball again and, and so Oops. and this time they tried that again even when they were down they were still trying to do you know i mean you got to at that point but at the same time you have to at some point say you know what we got to start with some defense yeah and that's where that's where it all starts in most sports cuz you ultimately you want to score more points than the opposition. <laughs> yes. But the, some of the times the easiest way to do that is to limit the, the what the other what team is trying get. to do. Maybe Absolutely. at least try to. Because um, if you don't do that, then it's it, you know it's going to yep. end up being a, a blowout. Right. Or, you know, and, and look, shootout matches are fun. Don't get me wrong. I love I love high, high scoring as much as watching a good defensive struggle. Right. Um, but when it's – it's got to be done right. And it, it's – if it's just there's no defense whatsoever, it's just guys running through each other and not really challenging. Then, I mean, if you're if you're it's seemingly if you're letting teams score just so you can restart and maybe get the ball off the restart and play with it, oh, what's the point? Yeah, like just walk Beats off me. the field. Um, yeah. you got to play a little bit of defense. Yep, Absolutely. but I involve the offensive creativity. Obviously, though. so it's like why can't they? Do, there's no reason that you can't do both. Yep. I so I, I I want the best of both worlds, damn it. <laughs> well, we get to we get to watch the best of both worlds and not be super biased towards it at least. Right. Um, a few points and then we'll go to pick them. Um, or yeah, we'll go to pick them. We don't need to. I don't have enough numbers to really validate any fantasy <laughs> advice at this point because no. I don't I don't know a lot of the numbers from last year. So if I try and go if I try and give something right now. I'm going to probably screw somebody. So yeah. let's not do that yet. <laughs> and I had to make a bunch of a bunch of uh, cuts. And, and yeah. the good I almost won. I should have won, damn it. Is this, I had like 130 or something like yeah. that. I'm so mad I lost. Um, I'm, I'm, I snuck one out. I, luckily, my, my opponent died. Went to sleep? A little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's still, there's still good players available on the, um, on the, on waiver, the waiver wire. Yeah. It's just a question of who you want to give up. Are and, and you gonna, Are you going to be able to find the right week to start on this other thing? Like right. Van de Heever scored a lot this week for the Sun Wolves, but you got to find the right week to make sure he turns it on. Right. So we'll see. Yeah, of course. After that was right after I cut him. So. Yeah. Right. Um. So a few players to highlight: Pattaya from the Reds looks really good. He was tearing it up for for them. Highlanders are probably lucky to get away with one there. So between Pattaya and Karevi in the centers and the Reds, mm-hmm. good luck. They're gonna be very. They're gonna be very tough to stop. Um, Isaac Rada, hats off to him. His dad died last week. Mm. Played a played his balls off. Absolutely, just worked his butt off. 
and played really well. So hats off to him. Um, oh man, Wartas! If they're beating the Sumbles by one and the Hurricanes are beating the Wartas by one, that, that has me concerned, especially after this weekend watching them get hosed. Yeah. Um, Garden Bash up should be the ten for the Hurricanes if Bowden Barrett's not going to play. I know that much. Um, for the Highlanders, Joshua Arnie apparently has the ten shirt. Not bring that Gatlin. He knew he wasn't even on the bench last week. Wow. So that's I I cut that's a bait, bit of a I cut I cut him loose. Yeah. Um, probably for the best. Um, even Etzebeth returns for the Stormers and plays a huge role in them getting a last-second try to score. Took them 160 minutes of rugby to score a try for the Stormers, but, hey, they got it done. They had, so they were wearing the super – they were doing, wearing the, the Marvel the Marvel again. shirts. Problem. Um, oh. A lot of red on the Thor, a lot of right. red on the Spider-Man. Right. So <laughs> they had to change the Thor ones at halftime. Oh, my. <laughs> Because uh, yeah. like they were having problems sorting stuff out in rucks and stuff. Like, sure. is that a Stormers player or is that a lion? Oops. Oh. Well, all right, let's go change that out. <laughs> so they got rid of that. Um, Quagga Smith played, played really well in his first game back as well. Um, I'm worried about Sia Khaleesi being a name but not wor- really worth the fantasy, fantasy value. Yeah. Um, I know he came off early last week, so I'm not worried about this past weekend. He played the full thing. It was a tough game. It was a tough old game for the Stormers. So we'll see what happens. Maybe he opens it up. And if he does, then great. Um, too late. I can't get Shannon Frizzell because he obviously had a good weekend. And then um, Jaguares are not somebody to be messed with in Buenos Aires. No. And the Bulls found that out the hard way. Yeah. Um, they, uh, they, they went in there with a uh, – I don't even know what their game plan was, honestly. I think it was a, it was a rainy, nasty night, so – you know, it, it didn't not... make things good. Um, kind of played in the Jaguars' hand, who have a yeah, pretty darn good, pr- pretty good pack to yeah. drive. Uh, n- not to say Bulls don't. Um, one note for the Bulls: Lou Diager came off the field with his arm pinned in his jersey, mm. so that means he's probably got some sort of shoulder issue or um, elbow. Yep. Um, and Jaguars were able to hold Roscoe Speckman in check. Um, I think he got the ball like twice. So they figured out a way to cut. They probably, they, I mean, their defense was very good. They were rushing up, getting right in Pollard's face, making sure that he had no room to work. So, yeah, credit to the credit to the RGs. They played really well. Um, yeah, actually, some wolves were the only home team to to lose. Oops, I mean, well, some wolves. Yeah. Hello. Were they uh, were they at home? Or were they still in? Uh... They went back to Tokyo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but they will be they'll be leaving the continent of Asia this week, this week. Um so no more no more home eating. However much home eating you are yeah. if you're not from from there. <laughs> um one thing I will note, um don't expect a lot from your halfbacks. There's only been like 3 weeks over 10 points at this mm-hmm. point. There are 3 scores over 10 points and you talk about 14 chance, you know, uh, 14 chances a week or something like that, or 13, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's gonna be, ugh, be careful. So don't don't expect oh, well, much. Hey, uh, did really Sorobi well did for well. you. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. that was that was one of the few weeks that was really good. Yeah, Aaron Smith's been consistent with me. He had nine and nine point nine. Right. <laughs> we didn't play the first. We didn't play for the first like fifty yeah, minutes. Yeah. So who knows what would happen with that and, one? Yeah. All right. Um. So, so he'll yeah. be. I think Aaron Smith will do. He'll be. He'll be fine. He'll be and, fine. And Pernara hasn't played yet. He's played really. one and a half games. Um, <laughs> I don't know that he. 
I don't think he started this week because I haven't. No, he didn't. Him. Okay. He didn't. He played one. Like I said, he came out for like 20 minutes. He should come on at yeah. the half, honestly. Um, ben Lamb was a house, though. Of course. He announced himself, re-announced himself like, hi, guys. I'm still Ben Lamb. I'm still a unit, and I still st- I still score tries for fun. Yeah. And he's got, he got two this past weekend. Um, all right. Let's go to uh, let's go to the pick M. How are we doing? Um, you picked up a game on me, actually. Nice. So, but I'm still five games up. So, oh. <laughs> small issue with that. Um, all right, all right. Gloucester with another home, uh, not a home, but no, another Friday right. game. They seem to. They, they, I don't know what it is with the scheduler that did that, but okay. Um, so Gloucester and Bristol. Um, I, I'm going to stick with my side piece on this one. Yeah. I mean, I, I know they're they're, they're away, but. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. They're they're on form. They're they are white hot right now, man. All right. Um Welford Row hosts Lester and Wasps. Uh, can nobody <laughs> fuck both these teams. <laughs> the um, earth opens up and they all fall through. <laughs> I am okay with that. No, um, I, I'm gonna go with the wasps. Yeah. Um because I I <laughs> I dislike them less than I dislike right. Lester. Um, yeah, I'll give it the Wasp because I bet you that I bet you like Thomas Young plays this game or yeah. something like that. It's a little little help comes through. Yeah, they'll. Uh, the Wasps are actually they're they're not playing too badly. I realized no, that, you know this week last week was hard, was a tough route was right. a tough result for them honestly. But I I just think Lester are, are a middling team and and mm-hmm. I, they're not showing much fight. So yeah, aside so. from. Uh, Actual After fight. the whistle, <laughs> <laughs> um, scrappy dappy do. Yeah, Ollie said that this weekend too, and it just made my day. I was like, "Yes, thank, <laughs> thank you. you." I am laughing right now so yeah. hard on the inside. <laughs> um, Bath Quins. I got to go with the Quins. I, I'm going all uh, visiting teams here, but I got to go on form most more than anything. Yeah, and uh, Bath, we've seen them fade, and uh, yeah. I, I just uh, trust the Quins. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Bath and Freddie Burns and Co. Uh, hmm. Not saying that Quins don't have a shot, but Quins play a little worse away from. Sure. Than the, than you probably want even. Um, I agree. I'm just not trusting Bath right now. Is really what it comes down to. Is yeah. Is I, fair I, enough. They're they're finding ways to lose. Yeah. And I don't trust teams that that find ways to lose right. even at home. Same. I understand that. Uh, Saracens and Saints. Oh, when the Saints, uh, hopefully not this game. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I'm going to go with the Saris. Yeah. Because the Saints I'll, are also missing. Like, unlike last week, the Saris will be facing a team that's also somewhat uh, lessened by. Yes, with some guys missing and hurt and all right. that good stuff. Um, away on duty. Sale and Exeter. Sale have been giant killer. They, killed, they, they beat us at home. I, I, uh, that was a Friday night game, though, it was. to be fair. It was, but I'm still going with Sale on this one. Wow. Okay. I, um, I feel like uh, Steve Diamond has his teams. Well, not so much attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every so often, um, I think when in certain big games, he's he's coming up a little bit as far as uh, um, getting them to yeah. play a little bit. You know, a little bit better on form. Right. And uh, yeah, I think at home that that'll help. Yep. All right. Uh, yeah. I'm not. Man, I hate to do it, but I like to go with Sale. <laughs> Yikes. Well. Here's hoping because if it, if that happens, then hopefully we get a chance to jump on them. Right. 
All right. Um, big one at the bottom of the table, Newcastle and Worcester. Newcastle really need this to keep this, this a fight. This is like four relegation. Almost. Yeah, they basically will be – they're going to they're gonna be boned. They'll be 100% yeah. boned if they lose this game. Yeah, and I think they do. Yep. Oh, man. I, I yeah, I'm new to, uh, yeah. After Worcester, Worcester have beaten Leicester twice now. They beat they've beaten some good teams, so I'll give it to them. I give it to them, and I'm pretty sure the reverse fixture went to Worcester as well. So um, could be wrong about that. I'll have to get double check that. Um, all right, down under. Hurricanes against the Brumbies. Oh, jeez, I'm apparently Bowden Barrett's playing in this game. I would hope so, yeah. but Jordy isn't because of the whole All Black uh, rotating yeah. resting. That's a we don't have time for it, but we'll right. we'll get to that, man. That's a, that's an odd thing to me. I'm going with Canes. Third time's the charm, Hurricanes. <laughs> Hopefully, maybe maybe that little a little bit of jet lag across the Tasman does does the Brumbies in. Who knows? Mm. Um, Rebels Highlanders. This is kind of this is a tasty one. Yes, it is. This is a very this is a very interesting yeah, one there's at, in Melbourne. Here. Uh, Rebels look good. Their first match get get a little bit of a break, mm-hmm. and uh, come across the the, the, um, the Highlanders who they're they're a force right now. Yes, they are. Josh Juani's looking really good. Yeah, making Bryn Gatlin be like, "Damn, I shouldn't have switched teams." Um, but uh, I think in, in another, I think I'm gonna go with the Rebels. I think I'm gonna go with the home squad. Here. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Rebels off the bye. They. Uh... They yeah, they got a lot of chance to watch what the Highlanders were able to do in the last two games. I'm sure they're gonna. Yeah. Highlanders almost let that Reds Reds match get away too. By the way, that 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 score is close for a reason. Yep. All right. Um. And then the I do love Super Rugby because we get to wake up on Friday morning and watch rugby and yeah. just be like, yeah, all right. <laughs> Not a bad thing. As no. long as I don't look at the damn social media. Yeah, exactly. That's the worst part. Of it. Oh, I'm flipping the Twitter without thinking about it. Oh no, it's Friday. I can't do no. that. <laughs> um, yeah, chucking across the room. Right. No, <laughs> I did uh, not see that. I didn't see that. <laughs> I hope I didn't see what I think I just saw. Um, Chiefs and Sunwolves. Chiefs. One of the that the, the one match this year. Yeah, you better right hope. Bat, just go if Chiefs. this doesn't go well, then you need to start worrying. I'll t- I'll stick with the Chiefs as well. I will not abandon anyone mid-season. It's just a will. Will I be back for next year? And then probably not. <laughs> um, Reds and Crusaders. Crusaders. I'm Who you pick, got? I'm gonna pick the Reds. There you go. Because they looked they 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 impressed me. They actually looked really good. They had a lot going on for them. Haggerty's playing fullback for them, who could play center, could play ten as well. So, and this technically yeah. this is an outside back. He's he's a he's a problem. He's a problem for a lot of teams. He's going to be. Uh, superhero game, Lions and Bulls. Which one gets back on the on the schnack? I'm going to go with Lions. Yeah? Yeah, they're at home. So, um, yeah. you know, if the Bulls are going to topple on top of the Lions. This is it. This is it. So, they got to do it. So, I'm going to go Bulls. Granted, they will, they'll, they will have traveled from Buenos Aires. But I'm sure... I'm, I'm sure they'll rock up for this. Time, I think yeah. they. I think they're gonna feel pretty disappointed after last week. Right. Um, they laid a complete egg against Jags. Lions did let their match get away, but still, um, they didn't play terribly, mm-hmm. and they're at home. Uh, another one. The other one. Sharks and Stormers. Black Panther jersey will be on display for the Sharks. Right. So I'm gonna go with the Sharks. Yeah, me too. They. They. They actually. 
you know, it's funny. They don't look like they played their best, and they still look pretty darn good. Yeah. So that's um, that's a little bit worrying for anybody in South Africa. Uh, Jags and Blues. And this one, uh, Jags. Yeah, same. Blue Blues are another team that's going to have to start proving it to me real quick here. Yeah, they obviously. Um, that, that's how I feel. Yeah. Um, but and but Jaguars the way they've they've nutted up, especially at home. Yeah, this will be the last one in Buenos Aires for a little while, and then they'll go on a little tour. Then they'll come back for a buy, and then they'll go on. Then they'll probably host. You know, so we'll see. Uh, we'll Long see what trip for the Blues. Yeah, because uh, they just played in Durban. Durban is hot. I will say that. Like they were, I was watch, I watched the Sharks Blues match while I was doing some work. Mm-hmm. Ooh, those they had a water break and everything. Like they yeah, were the scheduled water break. Yeah. It was hot in Durban. Looks like a good place to visit one day. You never yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> um all right um anything i missed yeah you know no no i think we're good i'm we're, i'm good i'm good too <laughs> yeah I I, there was a little bit of uh the w- one thing i want to give is a, a shout out to um two two groups of people one um italy's women's team for beating ireland oh shit yeah whoa uh, I know, that, that was is an upset right talk about think getting um, things turn on their head right huge a little bit of a, a shock there obviously um, right. Woo. Uh, they took it uh, uh, 29-27. Halftime was 22-22. Okay, so they were right there. So man. Wow. They, yeah, they were there the whole match. And, them. And they're 22 all, and they, and they end up uh, with uh, the conversion that, that wins it. Azuri, Azuri. Um, and then, of course, I, I can't not let this go, which is uh, England obviously win, that which is expected. Yeah. Um, but man of the match, prop. Sarah Byrne, who had, who had a double, <laughs> of course. Um, so you know, we're, we're, uh, I've been uh, chatting up the the wings from from England. Yeah, um, and then a prop. Jess Breach also had two tries. Yep. Uh, Sounds like they ran. I remember but, seeing this on Twitter. Sounds like they ran ran over them pretty good. Right. It's as, as expected. It was fifty one twelve. Yep. Um, and France, I, I, no shocker again, forty one ten over Scotland. Hosing Scotland. So. Um, yeah, well done to the women, especially Italy women. That, that's yeah, that's a, that's a huge them. thing for them. Good for them. That's awesome. Yeah, Ireland are still not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, I, I feel like they could they they could win, uh, or they they again. I thought they were going to be the, the third team, um, but yep. they're they're still not. I think they're they're still not not quite there yet. Running into space the way they need to mm-hmm. to to put matches like this that they should win away. Paid for it, obviously. Yep. Wah, wah. Oopsie. Well, try again next time. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Cool. Anything else? We good? I'm good. All right. Uh, so, th- everybody, thank you very much for listening. Um, uh, this was a, this was a lot packed into uh, hopefully a shorter episode than <laughs> we than uh, than it could have been. Um, but thanks a lot for listening. Uh, make sure you download us on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Google Play, all that good stuff. Rate us. Send us an email. Fancy Rugby Podcast at Gmail Follow Follow Ben and I on Twitter. And uh, I'll put it in the show notes. Um, thanks a lot, everybody. We'll be back with a lot more rugby next week. Cheers. Cheers.